Welcome to Fist of the South Side. My name is Chris, and this is my podcast on martial arts and self-defense. Today's topic is uh, one that I didn't want to do this early in the podcast, uh, but I kind of have to. Uh, two days ago, there was a mass shooting down in Florida. Um, this violent dude basically decided he was going to buy himself an assault rifle, waited the week he needed for the, uh, you know, the wait time to get the gun, and drove several hours to go uh, murder a bunch of folks at a gay nightclub to shoot up a bunch of queer folks of color. And uh, he killed 50 people, put more than 50 others in the hospital. And uh, this this topic of targeted mass violence is a major reason why uh, my friends have been asking me to do podcasts and videos and give self-defense advice. Because... While the general trend of violence in America has been downward, this sort of bigotry and targeted violence has been on the increase. And uh, we've had a mass shooting every day of this year of 2016, and nearly as much in 2015, and pretty much if you go back the last five or six years, there's been a lot of mass shootings. So, And a lot of them have fallen along the lines of, of hate. And... Uh, you know, that, that could either be very blatant where people have these manifestos and long history, or it could be kind of clear just in the basis of, like, they shot only women. Isn't that interesting? Um, and other such things. So, you know, uh, my folks and my friends were all marginalized folks of some type or several types, and uh, we're scared. And so folks are like, hey, what can I do? So, a lot of the self-defense advice I can give uh, works on a very small individual scale. You know, what happens with you and an individual or small group of individuals. But when you have someone who has gotten themselves weapons and a plan and has decided to attack when people are the most vulnerable in a crowd, in a public area, uh, it changes very much. There is some things that I could say... Like, oh, you can think about where your exits are, you can think about cover, here's things you can use as weapons if you have to, and that's advice I will cover at some point, but all of that is very minimal solutions. It is rather like, uh, I say, if you lived in a city that was full of arsonists, and you had a good collection of fire extinguishers, those fire extinguishers are probably pretty helpful, but the problem is you live in a city full of arsonists, and no matter how good of a fire extinguisher you may have, and no matter how much you train to use your fire extinguishers, the problem is it's a city full of arsonists. And it, at that point, comes down to more about luck and how often you're targeted. So that's the depressing side, is that the solution has to be a change about the people doing the harm. And in our society, all this hatred and violence has to be done, you know, the people who need to change are the people with power, the people with privilege. Um, that includes the people who can make the laws, the people who our media, uh, the people who run our media, uh, our law enforcement needs to change, our whole society needs to change. And that is not something us marginalized people have control over, because if we did, rest assured, we would have fixed this shit a long time ago. So uh, the things that I can give that are marginal solutions are... Just that, marginal solutions.
And that's a depressing thing to think about, but that is the reality of it is that there is no easy, uh, there is no easy solution that fixes all society. No punch, no kick, no stun gun, none of that. Um, there's nothing that's going to change society with you as an individual alone. So I've had, uh, several friends talk about what they can do. Um, a lot of friends have been talking about getting themselves a gun and a concealed carry license. And I'm not going to tell you not to do whatever makes you safer. I'm just going to point out some facts and, uh, let you make some choices based on that. And, uh, I'm pretty sure given that most of my friends are pretty sensible and do a lot of research that these facts may not be new to them. Uh, but I'm sharing this for the general public and it's useful for folks to know. So first off is that, uh, studies show that guns are seven times more likely to injure people inside a house than protect them. And, uh, a great portion of that has to deal with whether you have things like depression, uh, abuse, domestic violence, those kind of things happening within the house on top of things like don't leave your gun around where your toddler can pick it up. Now, even if we cut out, say, the stupidly obvious things like don't leave the gun out, don't play around with it loaded while you're drunk and things like that, the fact is that depression is a big issue in our country in general, but marginalized people also, and depression for you or other family members may make the gun more dangerous rather than less dangerous. And that's really worth considering. Uh, you know, my cousin just a few years back took his own life. He had found uh, my grandfather's gun, which had been in storage for decades, and my aunt didn't even know that it was there. And, uh, my cousin had just graduated college, had a whole life ahead of him and, uh, decided it was time to go and he took his own life. So, you know, would that have been functionally different than if a mass shooter got him? I mean, he's just as dead either way. So as the first consideration, obviously is, you know, make sure the gun is not more of a danger to you and your people than a safety. Uh, the second consideration is this, is, are you, will you have access to the gun when you need it? Uh, you know, this is the reason a lot of the folks are looking at concealed carry, because basically if the gun is not on you, it can't be helpful to you. You know, like if your gun is in your car, but you are out and about at school or wherever, and this happens, then you're, you know, you're going to have a problem. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not going to help you. And of course, there is the real fact that even with a concealed carry license, you can't carry a gun everywhere anyway, because some places simply won't allow it, like schools and hospitals and courts, um, law of federal buildings, etc. So that's a consideration. Like, will you have access to it? Even if you have access to it and you can legally carry it, will the police treat you like you can legally carry it? And how likely are the police to stop you and be violent to you uh, regardless? That's also a consideration. Um, so these are a lot of things that make uh, a gun not necessarily an easy or practical thing. Now, if you clear all those hurdles, then comes the question of uh, how likely is it to protect you even then? Well, when it comes to the mass shootings, and again, a mass shooting every day for 2016 and, you know, almost as many for 2015, we're talking like we have hundreds, we have thousands of mass shootings, you know, to draw upon 
and not in a single one has a civilian armed with a gun successfully stopped a mass shooting. And some people may argue, well, it's because in all these mass shootings, no one had a gun. And that's, that's not actually true. There's been several of these where people had guns. And either A, when they heard there was shooting, they decided, I'm going to run away, <laughs> which is the thing that got them out safe and makes sense. Um, because, you know, if you can see the person to shoot at them, they can see you to shoot back. And that makes you less safe. So the first option is many of them decided to run. The second issue is that uh, many of them looked at the situation and said, I'm not going to be able to shoot this person without possibly hitting other people. Um, there's been a couple where, like, say, the Kathy Gifford shooting, where it turned out there were several people with concealed carry weapons, and they couldn't figure out who the shooter was in the midst of the chaos. So, given that sheer number of, of cases, I would say a gun is not a solution in a mass shooting. Uh, it may be a better device in a small scale threat, uh, like to scare people off, or if, you know, someone's threatening you physically within close range, um, not someone who should have prepared with a duffel bag full of guns. And you can look up the stats on that and see if that's going to make sense for you. Um, and I'm not going to tell you not to, because honestly, if you're a marginalized person, those are the kind of threats you face most often. And I also have a number of friends who've decided they're just not going to go out as, or they'll go out as little as possible because they understand that going out means they will be subjected to uh, sexual harassment. They'll be subjected to homophobia or racial harassment. They're just like, you know what? I'm just going to stay inside and, you know, go out to get my groceries or go out to work and stay inside as much as possible. Uh, that's also not a great solution, but that's also, you know, a coping mechanism given violence. And I'm not going to tell you not to do that if that's what makes you safer. Um, and you can see these are really shitty solutions, you know, quote, unquote, solutions. They're not really solutions. They're just desperate attempts in the face of this society and its violence. So that's kind of what I got for you. Uh, you know, in other, other episodes, I'll talk about like, oh, let's think about cover and let's think about exits and stuff like that. But here, I'm just going to tell you, when it comes to this targeted bigotry and mass violence, uh, until our society changes, until people start stepping up and going like, hey, let's dismantle these hate groups. Let's let's uh, actually ask, why is it only men who are doing this? What What is it about the way we socialize men that makes them prone to this ridiculous violence? Uh, why is it that, you know, why, why should civilians have assault weapons? You know, these are legit questions. Um, until that changes, we're kind of in this fucked up situation and there's no real good answers, uh, because it basically boils down to the people who need to change, don't want to change, and won't change, and, uh, that's where we're at, so, with all that said, um, I'm, I'll say my usual thing would be safe out there, but understand there is a point after which it's not up to you, it's just shit luck of the draw, and these horrible people out here, so, you know, be safe and take care. And I'll cover the things that I can in other episodes.